Good evening, everyone. We are live. It is Monday, June 5th, 2023. It's the MA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, joined by my co-host here, Mr. Big Marcel. We're going to be recapping UFC Vegas 74. And then following that, we will be previewing uh, UFC 289, Nunez vs. and We'll do that in the second podcast. But we're going to start with UFC Vegas 74 before we get into it, Marcel. How's everything with you, man? Haven't talked to you uh I think last Sunday we did the podcast, right? So it's been over a week now. How's everything, man? Yeah, all good, man. Looking forward to uh, recapping uh, UFC Vegas 74 and uh, the next one, preview, previewing UFC Fight Night Vancouver. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I look forward to it. And all is good, man. You know, all is good. How about It's a good one. Yeah, I mean, it's not the best card, right? The Vancouver card. Um, it's, it's missing like another fight, Marcel. That's what I think, you know? Um, we'll talk about that in the next podcast. I know you are uh, not a fan of the boat order. I think we'll say that. <laughs> all right, guys, let's get into it. UFC Vegas 74. We'll do the recap here. We're going to go through all the fights. First off, I just want to say before we get into it, Marcel, it's crazy. Like, I started off two and five in the prelims, and I was like, oh, man, this is going to be like a horrible night. Like, my picks suck. And then it went six and oh in the main card. So it's like such a oh, weird man. night. And of course, it yeah. caps off with a controversial decision here for Amir Albazi in the main event, split decision win for him. Um, here's the thing. Okay, so we talk about it all the time, right? Like, we try to be as unbiased as we can in this podcast. Only Marcel, we try our best to be, right? Because the thing is, like I've told you so many times, like there's no point in me coming on the podcast Monday and being like, oh, man, the judges ripped me off. Oh. Or, oh, man, you know, I got lucky and, and my guy won. Or or just say like, oh, yeah, he definitely won the fight. And I, I got the win and you lost. Here's the thing. This was a fucking close fight, okay? This was a very fucking close fight. Either scorecard would have been acceptable. Honestly, Mar- Marcel, it's just like last month with the um, Cejudo-Sterling fight. Very similar to me. Like, I had Cejudo winning. Sterling won. I wasn't upset about it, you know? And this card, I had Albazi. I thought Cara France won. But I don't think it's, like, the worst decision ever. I don't think it's uh, a, a robbery. Um, I do think the judges got it wrong. I think it was close. But I do think Cara France won. And the biggest... The most egregious thing about this, guys, is Chris Lee scoring round four for Amir Albazi. That's what decided the fight. Um, that's a bad scorecard. I Here's all I, I had it, Marcel. I had it 2-2 heading into the fifth. Obviously, Kara France won the fifth round. That was, like, his most clear round, arguably. I think it was the first round I had for for, for uh, Kara France, and then the second and third for Albazi. I believe that's what I had. And then I had the fourth and fifth for Kara France. So, again, a close fight. You can't – okay, that's the thing. They're, like, looking at the – during the broadcast, they were looking at the strike totals. You can't really look at it like that. It's a flawed way to look at a fight because if you look at it right now, it says 99 to 43. You're like, holy fuck, what a robbery. But, again, it's round by round. It's round by round, right? So, yes, there was a few rounds. Again, the fourth round, 27 to 5 in significant strikes. Crazy to give it to Albazi. That's insane. He did nothing that round, let's be honest. The fifth round, obviously, 34-18. But some of the other rounds were very, very close striking. And then, of course, it is MMA. When Amir gets you down, when he's taking the guys back, that's that's good. That's effective grappling. That's impact. Uh, something that Judge Warner Clemens, I don't know if you guys saw it, Aaron Brodster interviewed him. I like the word he used. He didn't use damage because it's such a uh, – it's a it's a term that really, when you use that term, which, by the way, is not in the unified rules, damage. It's not in the rule book. People have used this word, but I think impact's a better word because grappling counts still. It is MMA. So – the third round, some of you were like, oh, Care France won. I don't think so, Marcel. You know, not at all, in my opinion. Um, it was a close fight, guys. Again, I picked Albazi. I had him as my best bet of the week. I was glad I won. I wasn't sure. 
but I do think the other guy should have got his hand raised. I just try to be as unbiased as I can. I'd love to hear your thoughts, Marshall. I'll get some comments in a sec, but I want to hear how you scored the fight. Again, I had 3-2 for Care of France, a close fight. What do you think? So initially, I scored. I, I was obviously I was the fight uh, first round. I I thought it was close the first round, but I gave it to Kaikara France. I think he he did enough to win that round. Second and third round were rounds for Albazi to me, and rounds four and five for clear rounds for Kara France to me. So I did exactly the same 48-47. The thing is, like, do I do I uh, judge the judge who scored the first round for Albazi? I don't. I think it's a possibility, but I still think Kara France would love to win that round. On the other hand, Chris Lee, that's a horrible scorecard. Dude, this guy is can't... a fucking bad judge. Get rid of this guy. I'm so tired of him, Marcel, honestly. Yeah, but... You, you cannot score that fourth round for Albazi, you know what Laughable. I mean? It's impossible, you know? Yeah. It's it, it, it's just stupid. Um, um, and again, our guy, Michael Bell, had the right it, scorecard. I had the same scorecard as him, by the way. And when yeah. I do, I feel pretty good about it, you know? Yeah, me too. The thing is, with, my, with Michael Bell, you know, sometimes he, he, he has a different scorecard. He's, he's like the guy... Who doesn't have the the, the right score or have the uh, the winning the winner uh, at least, but he has the right scorecard many I times. And if, and if he has a different scorecard, at least you can see why yeah. he scored it for that He's guy. A He's a very never, good judge. We've talked yeah. about him a lot. He's great. I really right? like him a lot. Yeah, yeah. me too. So, um, yeah, overall, I, I feel like uh, it was close, but still the the wrong guy got the decision. Man, you know, yeah. I think Cara France did enough. Uh, the outrage was huge, dude, on Twitter or everywhere, you know. Um, See, I don't know I, about that. I don't think it's I, like the worst robbery of the year or anything, you, you know. You know, I, don't think I, so. I mean, Jay Collier against Andre Arlovsky was, was that this year? Worse. Was that this year? No, it was last year. Okay, that, that was that was terrible. But that was way worse. But there was no, Diego Sanchez, yeah, worse, right? But there was no outrage almost about that fight because people love Arlovsky and don't give a shit about Collier, you know. Well, what I also I mean? think Adrian Adesanya going on Twitter, he's very popular, you know, saying, you know, yeah, but. Are, Listen, man, Adesanya doesn't have, have a word for me in this one because it's his teammate, you know. I agree with him, but he only barks when it's his teammates, you know. Uh, he, I, I didn't hear him when uh, Hooker beat Felder yep. with, with a decision, you know, what should have been Felder's, in my opinion. Yep. Of could have been, let's, let's put it that way. So he only barks when it's his own teammates, which is understandable, you know, but people are going to write all our articles about, oh, Adesanya has a guy. Of course he's going to say that, you know, obviously, you know. And, and this time, I think he's correct. Last time with Volk against Makachev, I think they were a little bit over uh, overreacting. But yeah. uh, this time, he, he was correct. And, uh, yeah, well, it sucks, man. I, I mean, we say it every week. Every single week, we're talking about a bad scorecard from the judges, which influenced the fights. And people don't understand. Yeah, people don't understand. But these guys are like... Um, these guys stealing pretty much a paycheck from a fighter, you know what yeah. I mean? And and what what annoys me the most, I don't know if you saw that um, Aaron Brunstetter clip with uh, yeah. Mike Mazzulli. He's a fucking Mike, asshole. I, I don't yeah. like this guy at all. He's well, where Mazzulli says, like, I, yeah, I have to defend my... I was like, dude, this is like... No. Uh, he, uh, he said, he said, I, I should put it this way. He said, uh, there were only uh, reactions to to the to the judges when they do something wrong, but they never got complimented. Yeah. You know, yeah. listen, man. Well, they're doing. Their, what do we have to like? Does someone go and pat me on the back for doing a good job? My no, fucking work? no. They, they, that's exactly the thing. You know, I got learned. I got learned by my dad, for example. You know, when I came home back in the day, you know, where the grade, which I had, had like an uh, an A. Let's say I had an A. Yeah. You know. And my dad is like, okay, cool, you know, well done. And then when I come home with a D, you know, 
he's like, what the fuck have you been doing? Yeah. You know? And then I said to him, for example, when I was younger, I was like, why are you always so hard on me when I get a D? But if I get an A, you're like, yeah. He's like, you're just doing what you should do, you know? It's not like uh, if you do something good, you don't have to be told every time you do something good, you know? But if you do something bad, you gotta give. I got to give you feedback to do it better. You know, and back in the day, I don't understand it. But now when I'm older and I'm more wiser, I think at least I am. Um, I understand that, you know, and that's the same with these judges. You know, it's your work. Do it like you should do it. And if there is something that is wrong, people will say something to you and at least give and give feedback. And listen, man, there are always people who are being nasty. You know, you'll always get that. But you shouldn't reply to those people. But there should be more, uh, uh, how do you say, the transparency, you know, at least, I think. And that, that's a big thing with these commissions. These guys, for example, man, remember when they flew in, uh, I don't know the name of the judge anymore, to, to, to score cards in England. I was like, dude, he fucked up the last two events with two uh, fights, and they flew him into England to score yeah. there, yeah. you know? And I don't say it's an easy job. I don't want to say that. But still, I feel like the majority of the MMA fans who are watching yeah. know how to score a fight. You know yeah. what I mean? Listen, man, if, if 100 people, you know, uh, are watching the fight and you're the one who says it's different and 99 people saying it's the other way unless you're like albert einstein or something you're likely wrong you know mm -hmm. what i mean it's yep. a bit, very big possibility you're wrong um yeah it's just annoying we can keep talking about it but uh, it won't matter at all we just got breaking news in the chat from our friend cole sheldon chris wyman's return is booked he's fighting uh, UFC 292 in Boston against Brad Tavares. Okay, right. interesting. The last time he fought in Boston, he fought Dominic Reyes and got knocked out, I think, right? Wasn't that? So we'll see how he does. I mean, that's a tough fight to come back from. Brad Tavares is very solid everywhere. Anyways, um, thanks, Cole, for telling us. Let's get back to this fight. Yeah, it's just annoying. Again, I think Chris Lee's a bad judge. And by the way, you just made me so angry because I went and looked at the Sterling scorecard with Cejudo. Um, Judge Derek Cleary, who's also a really bad judge. This guy's a clown. You know, these people are clowns. I hope they hear this podcast. They're just clowns. You're not good at your jobs, guys. Go back to and that's the thing. Mike Mazzoli's like, these guys are black belt jiu-jitsu. They train all the time. They know what they're talking about, dude. Just because you're a black belt jiu-jitsu does not know how you uh, you're great at scoring MMA fights. Trust me. Trust me, Marcel. Yeah. The gym, I, the, the gym I used to train at, tons of people that train jiu-jitsu didn't even watch MMA. Um, for instance, and, and even if they did, didn't mean they knew the scoring criteria. So that's just a bad reason to be like, uh, oh, this guy owns a gym. This guy owns Tiger Showman's. Again, just, or even if you're a fighter, just be like, okay, just because he's an MMA fighter or a coach doesn't mean they know the criteria, okay? It's just annoying. And by the way, I'm fucking tired of that guy using that horrible example of, do you guys know when the no contest is scored after two rounds of completion? Like, that's his thing and if the, if the fighter doesn't know that then they don't know the rules that's fucking terrible because honestly i know that a lot of the commentators don't which is sad how many yeah. times we watch fights where like bisping or felder's like uh what happens now i think now they're starting to you know realize what happens anyways i'm just getting i'm just getting upset because we talk about this shit every <laughs> fucking week guys every fucking week we come on this podcast and we talk about a bad decision again this one helped Adam. me this looked good on me marcel i picked up your bazi but I just we, want to we, see the right guy fucking win the fight. Exactly, but that's the thing. You know, oh, I'll, so tell, I'll, I'll tell you something, you know. <laughs> Remember that guy, that Sutherland guy who scored in England, uh, those real scorecards, you know. Terrible. And I, po I pointed it out on Twitter. And, and you had that guy message you, right? Yeah, okay, I'm not going to say who messaged oh, okay. me. But, but uh, yeah, I, I told you about it. Yeah, I mean, uh, because 
Mokayev and Duncan, Chris Duncan, uh, pointed him out and started on Twitter like this guy shouldn't score flights. And apparently he's like a, 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 a big name in, in the UK industry. He, he, he owns gyms, uh, teaches uh, classes, and uh, he's like a former uh, MMA fighter. But listen, man, I don't want to give these people backlash or anything. I'm just saying it's bad. I said some of the people want to have a, have a talk with this guy, you know. Just, but uh, somebody people got upset about it. It's like, yeah, okay, but shouldn't you be upset about the scoring? You know, what, I mean? I don't, what are you scared? We're criticizing guys. Like, I get criticized at my job all the time. I mean, it's just yeah, part I mean, of the job. Of course, like, yeah. whatever you do in life, you're going to be criticized. You're not doing a good job. The thing about MMA that pisses me off, and I think all you guys kind of feel the same way in this chat because we've been talking about forever. It's there's just, there's no accountability. Like, you fuck up a scorecard, you fuck someone's career up. You fucking destroy their win streak. Um, Dustin Jacoby versus Khalil Roundtree, great example, right? Like, I had so much momentum. That yeah. happens. He, he loses his next fight now. He's in, like, two-fight losing streak. Loses one more, he might get released. Who fucking knows? Like, I doubt it, but I'm just saying, like, you never know. And But it, it takes away half their paycheck, too, right? Takes that's away the ranking. That's, that's a sad thing, you know, that, that paycheck, we, yeah. we should get rid of that win. Why do you say that? Show uh, win show win money. Money. The thing about yeah. that is it's so like antiquated, right? Like it's something that came from boxing and it's like yeah. Dana White and, and the UFC. I mean, it, it makes sense. If hey, if I'm running a business person, I'd like to pay guys as little as possible, obviously, as well. Yeah, it's just, I, I get that, right? Like you want to give them a wage, and you know, of course, of course. I get it, but like you're trying to run a business, but at the same time, like we're so far into the sport now, like the, the sport's making money, like people are doing well. Um, you know, the promoter, especially the UFC, like. They can get rid of that. They're not going to, Marcel. They'll never, they probably won't ever get rid of it, in, like, unless the government of course steps not. in. Yeah. But exactly. um, that's the only way, unless like they did a unionization or something, the government stepped in. Anyways, again, guys, I'm, I'm getting worked up just because, again, we talk about it so often. It's the same judges. It's Chris Lee. It's this uh, Derek Cleary guy. Sal Diamato also had a wrong scorecard, too, right? So, yeah. you know, I, I'll give Sal credit. He's been a little better the last couple of years, I think, but still not the best judge. Michael Bell's I mean, a good judge. I trust his judging more. By the way, guess who scored? Serling for Cejudo for, for, for Cejudo, which I thought he won. Getting close yeah. fight. Michael Bell. That's the guy. If I look at it, and I know you agree, Marcel, when you look at his scorecard and it's the same or very similar, you feel pretty good about it, right? So Yeah, the thing is with Michael Bell, like, like I said, man, listen, sometimes I don't agree with the scorecard of his, but at least it makes sense. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. They, you can score a, a, a round for that guy instead for that guy, you know, that I did, for example. But it's like I think uh, a year ago or something, we uh, we went to MMA decisions and watched his fights where he was the descendant judge. And pretty much all those fights, we picked the guy he picked. For example, the yep. Anders versus Park fight, we picked Anders. He picked Anders. Park won the fight. That's yep. one I can remember. Michael Johnson you know? so, versus Jane Malarkey, right? We had Johnson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or Jalgis versus Jeff Molina. We had Jalgis. Exactly, and he had or Eric yeah. Anders versus Jungle Park. We had Anders or Tim yeah. Collier versus Orlowski. I'm telling you, that guy's <laughs> that guy's a good judge. I have no yeah. idea. I know he follows you on Twitter. I have no idea if he's ever heard our podcast, but I just want to give that guy credit, Michael Bell. He's a good judge. He cares mm -hmm. about scoring fights correctly. Okay, these other yeah. guys don't care, Marcel. I don't. I really don't think they care. I think they fucking do write their score and they go home and they don't give a fucking shit afterwards. And in fact, I think a lot of them are fucking. They have huge egos too, right? Because. They'll never admit they're wrong. They'll always have a reason to justify their shitty scorecards. Anyway, so, so. Mike Masuli, if you're listening, we just gave Mike Bell a huge compliment the whole damn time. So yeah, he's a good judge. He's, he deserves some credit. But again, okay, <laughs> let's get some comments. Yeah. <laughs> what's up, everyone? What's up? Glenn, what's up, man? One, funny how Marcel's favorite judge got right, least favorite judge got it wrong. I mean, it's not it's not that it's funny, Juan. It's just every week it's the same fucking it's usual suspects every week. 
Marcus, I know you wanted a lot of money on this, but he's even admitting he thought that Kai won. See, yeah. I'm going to say I'm gonna From Brass, by the way, yeah, Marcus, man. Yeah, nice job, Marcus. I'm in the same boat as you, though, Marcus. Like, again, it helped me out, but, you know, sweet scientist, what's up, man? Maybe Octagon Gerald Chip got scored heavily. I, I mean, it shouldn't be, though, because here's the thing about judging. Again, I really would uh, encourage Will. The Mike Mazzulli chat, Aaron tried his best with that guy. He asked me questions. Yeah. That guy's answer sucked. But the other guy, I don't know if you watched the Clemens Werner one, the judge. I have seen that one. He, he's, you know what? Listen, I don't always agree with his scorecards, but he, the way he explained it makes a lot of sense. So he talked about basically like a good judge. And I've always said this too. They should be able to decide around between the effective striking and grappling, right? There's usually someone has a little slight difference. Now, granted, there's some fights like Rose and Carla where nothing happens. And then you have to go to the aggression and Dr. Control. This fight with, with Amir and Kai, I don't think it reached that third, second, third criteria. It should have stayed at the top. There was a winner with the striking and, and grappling in, in each round, in my opinion. Again, right. some were close rounds, right? But we 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 have the same winner, Marcel. Again, we both picked um, Amir, right? But we both had uh, Kai winning by decision. Joe, what's up, man? Clint, different week, same old shit. Round four is critical. Decide the fight. Nothing changes. That's what I'm saying. Like, how the fuck is this guy going to justify round four? Again, the stats look like 27 to 5. How, how do you win a round where you land five significant strikes? Like, it doesn't even make sense. Um, he literally had quadruple, no, quin, I don't mean quintuple. I don't even know the word. Five times the <laughs> fucking amount. <laughs> I mean, someone tell me the word. I don't know what the word is for five five times or something. Anyways, um, Crazy Potter, how's anyone giving me the fourth? I mean, Chris uh, Chris Lee did. Chris Lee, this guy is such a shit judge. He's so bad. That other, You know what's another bad judge? That guy in Texas last year, that rocket scientist guy that was scoring all those fights. Remember? And Aaron Broadstar had that yeah. about, This guy's like a literal rocket scientist and he didn't fucking score a fight. And they haven't used him since. They haven't used him since, okay? He lost <laughs> his job. You guys are getting the A. <laughs> all right. Uh, Marcus, what's up, man? Glad to have you here, my friend. Open scoring? I don't think so, man. I tell you, I don't think so, uh, Grateful uh, Dead. It's just the judges itself. Like, it doesn't matter. Even if you had the scores out and you knew that Thing was, it's not like they're not trying to finish the fight, you know, Marcel. They're trying. These guys are just really tough. I don't think it would have mattered. Kai would have been – he would have known he was down, but the fifth round was the strongest round anyways. So I don't think it matters. I think you just need better judges. Or you do five judges instead, but they're not going to pay two extra people. We know that. But in glory, I know they do it, Marcel. And I know that there's weird split decisions, majority decisions. I get it. But when you do have five, there's less likely to have that outlier, right? So – Funniest part of the fourth is Kai actually landed more takedowns than Amir. Yeah, I mean, it was clearly his round. It's just stupid. Um, what's up, Antoine? Glad to have you here, my friend. By the way, you said something <laughs> my haircut. Yeah, I just uh, just cut it today. Had to get a nice cut for the summer. I think it's fucking sexy. Thanks, buddy. Uh, it's just a Michael <laughs> Bell fan club. Uh, yeah, it is. No, just because, like, honestly, my hair doesn't grow as good as it used to, guys. I'm losing, like, I'm balding here, too, obviously. Like, you, you uh, me too, it. man, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem as you get older, man. We, me and you were getting old, Marcel. I'm 34. I'm turning 35. I'm going to be, you know, when they talk about like age groups for watch UFC was like 18 to 24 or 18 yeah. to 25. Then it was like 25 to 34. Now I'm in the 35 plus group, guys. <laughs> I'm actually eligible for bonuses in hockey now. I'm like, like to Daniel Chair and those guys get, they can get bonuses at 35 plus. You're, all, yeah, you're, almost, uh, you're almost happy when you got the bonus. Oh my God. <laughs> dude, dude, you, Marcel, I'm sorry. I didn't even hear you said, but look at this. Chris Lee, remember the catering? Yeah, 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 true. What a clown. This guy's just a terrible judge. Um, all right. I think I think I've ranted enough. You ranted enough? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm 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 cool, man. No problem. But uh, it's just annoying that we are talking about have to talk about this every week, you know. And uh and sucks. it's not listen, man, for, for fighters it's even more annoying, you know what I mean? So yeah. It sucks. I mean, like, yeah, again, um, you'd hope that the UFC won't like dock Carl France too much in the rankings, or not the rankings in the matchmaking, because obviously the media does the rankings. 
I will say this: it is better for the division than all mere one. I will say that you know because it now is, you're a brand new contender, right? But of course, but you most don't, people don't think he way. won. So he's in the same spot Josh Emmett was, right? Where mm -hmm. most people didn't think he won that fight. But I mean, and, Josh Emmett got an intra title fight out of it. Yeah, but. he ended up getting. That's what I'm saying. So this guy might get a title fight out of it. Here's the thing. Brandon Royval, I think he's played his cards really poorly. I'm, I, and I talked about this, Marcel. I said that as well. Bro, he fucked up because he's like, oh, I really want this backup role. Why? Why would you not want to fight? He could have fought Cop. He could have fought I had a huge, uh, not huge, but a pretty big discussion with this with uh, with James Lynch, our friend, on, yep. on his pod, on his podcast. I, I just typed in. And I was like, I don't think it's a smart idea, man, to wait out up. and to. And he's like, Yeah, but he's guaranteed nope. to be a backup. Nope. And I was like, Backup. That means you're not fighting, and you're hoping you get the title shot. You know, and you're not even guaranteed sense. after that. So it yeah. doesn't make sense. I actually watched Royal's interview with MMA Junkie, and they were asking him like, "You've been told." About the backup role, he's like, "Yeah, I'm getting the title shot next." But Dana White, Dana White, and Saturday, they asked him, "Is is it still Royval?" And he's like, "We don't know right now." Yeah, like, exactly. I don't think he's getting it to be honest. I think he's going to give it to Amir in, in Abu Dhabi. I think he's going to fight the winner of Moreno and and Pantoja. Doesn't that make sense? Like, it just makes it, more it, sense. It wouldn't surprise me, you know. And right now, they are like pretty limited on title fights, you know. So if they can make one, they will do one. You know. I think when Cop, when not Cop, uh, Figueroa fell off the card. I think um, Royval and his management should have said, "Hey, listen, we're going to fight Cop instead because." Remember, Marcel, for making weight, I think it's $20,000, I believe. That's what I've heard. I don't mm -hmm. know if it's different for the belt, or, but that's what I heard, right? I don't know if you've heard the same number, Marcel. Um, that's not bad just to make weight, right? Maybe it's a little bit more, but you're not getting your full purse, okay? You're not, because you're not fighting. The odds of someone getting hurt or sick or something and pulling out are really slim. How many times does that happen, ever? Like, the day of or the day before, Marcel? How many times does that happen? Very few. Yeah. Um, uh, Joe Soto and, and uh, TJ Dillashaw when um, I can't remember who fall off the card. Burrell, right? Was it? Um, yeah, Burrell. Right, yeah. and then the other one would be Jones when he tested positive against uh, DC, and then they pulled put uh, uh, Anderson Silva in that fight. Yeah. Right. So like, there's a few times where not really. So the odds of him getting that fight are slim. I think he screwed up. I think he should have taken a fight. It's his career. He does what he wants. But like, man, we've been around. We've been watching this sport so long, Marcel. There's no guarantees in the sport. You know, there's none. Yeah. Like, there's just no guarantee. So just. You got a good win. And honestly, I'll be honest, Marcel, does beating Matias Nikolov really deserve a title shot? I don't think so, to be honest with you. I think even though it was a close fight, Amir is 5-0, and 5-0, right, in the UFC? 5-0 and with um, three finishes, I believe, and, and against pretty good competition, right? So that's a really good fucking record. Um, UFC should throw Kaya Karafrance, easier opponent, 293. He should get in that card. If they can rebook the cop, I know that's a hard fight too, but if they can get him to fight him, that'd be a good fight. I doubt Pantoja Moreno want to turn around. Probably not, but I mean, that's what Amir asked for. I think, you know, they could do Amir and Royval too, but you're killing off a contender in a division that needs them, so I doubt they'll do that. I think, if I had to guess, I think Amir's going to get the next title shot. That's my guess, Marcel. You know, Royval will end up fighting. Royval's a great fighter, man. It's fun to watch, action-packed, but I just think he played his cards poorly. You know, I think he should have been like, get me on that card, but get me a fight too, you know? Just get me a fight. All right, let's go to the uh, next fight here, Marcel. Shit, that took like 20 minutes, guys. We'll have to get through the other ones a little bit faster. There's just a lot to talk about. All right. Alex Caceres defeats Daniel Pineda. Uh, I think we both picked Caceres. I had him by decision. I, like, again, my, my main card picks were just on fire in this card. And, um, yeah, I thought he won the fight rounds one and three. It was a competitive fight. Fight of the night, great fight. Any any thoughts on this one? Great fight. Yeah, great fight. A really weird one at the same time, you know, because uh, Alex Caceres was doing really well in the first round and almost got tapped out by the arm bar, you know. Then the second round, uh, Pineda was much better you know on the ground controlled him won the second round third round 
Caceres better. Pineda was already gassed after the first round, you know, and he was uh, hanging on. Uh, Caceres was attacking him into the body, you know, uh, but didn't finish it. And then 10 seconds before the end of the fight, uh, Pineda knocks him down, although he yeah. didn't get awarded the knockdown, which is How, bullshit. That's man. a clear. I watched <clears throat> it five times. That is a knockdown 100%. Yeah. They, yeah, they should have a knockdown for Pineda. I don't, it wouldn't change the round because nah. he was dominated that round, to be honest. But Marcel, for the stats, that's a knockdown, is it not? I of thought course, it was. of course. I don't understand how he's not getting a knockdown for that. But Weird. despite that, good win for Caceres, man. You know, I mean, Pineda is, you know, Pineda has like a 100% finish record. He's super dangerous. And yeah. I think Caceres did well. And man, six wins out of seven of his last yep. fights, you know. The only problem for Caceres is, is that the only losses to Sonic Yusuf and it's the only guy who's above him in the rankings. Yep. Yep. All these others are like unranked guys he defeated. So yep. what are they going to do with him next? I would say. I think no, Giga, that's the fight. Sorry? Giga Chikadze. That's the fight. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, you know. And uh, I, I was thinking about uh, yeah, even at Barbosa, but it doesn't happening to be honest. But but hey, listen, man, the UFC wanted to have uh, Bryce Mitchell against Jonathan Pierce. I wouldn't be surprised if they match up Jonathan Pierce with Alex Caceres, To be really honest, they do. They could, but I, he's looked great. I mean, you know what, Marcel? It's, he's had a really, really great career turnaround. Look really because, good. You know, at the beginning of his career, guys, like honestly, he had some good performances, but he also lost a lot. You know, he lost to some guys that were terrible. Like that Edwin one, Figueroa, that fight where he had the two low blows. Remember that fight? Herbie yeah, took you, two points. Or, or he got yeah, he got knocked out by um, Francisco Rivera. You know, Twenty one seconds. Um, yeah, Wang Wang Guan. He lost. Jason Knights. Oh, Wang Guan. Guan uh, Gracie, who fucking sucks. Guan Gracie. Talk about in a minute. You, you know. Yeah. So, listen. Um, the guys had a great uh, career turnaround. Once, like you said, seven of his last eight, Marcel. Yeah. Seven of eight. So, very impressive. Um, yeah, he's looked good. It was a good fight. And Pineda's a dog. We knew, you know that, you know that meme where it's like the the X-ray and the dogs are like in the guy the ribs. You seen that? Yeah, right? yeah, of course. That, that's like Pineda, dogs. right? <laughs> that's why they call him the pit. He's like a pit bull. Yeah. All right, get some more comments here. Uh, yeah, it was a great fight. Awesome fight. I think Brandon beats all the current contenders. Talking about Royval or, or Moreno? I guess he's talking about Moreno, eh? Yeah. Um, Moreno's great. I mean, he's improving too, so it's hard to really pick against him these days. Uh, yeah, like I said, I think Giga or um, Marcel's uh, Barboza or Pierce or Ige. If he, if Ige beats Lander and Landwehr this weekend, we'll talk about that fight on the next yeah, podcast coming up. To be honest, I think if Ige wins, then he's a two-fight win streak. I don't think he wants to look down. I, I, I agree. I agree. All right, let's go to the next fight here. I, you know, we didn't get a chance to talk about this fight because it was a one-day notice. Um, I'm in a survivor pool. Immediately, I picked Jim Miller by knockout. Whenever there's like a huge mismatch like this, uh, I picked up my knockout. And I looked at Jesse Butler's record, all of his losses by decision except for one. So I figured, okay, Jim Miller almost always finishes his fights. He doesn't really win by decision. So I'm like, he's, you know, got, fighting a guy that has a lot of submission wins that probably is pretty good in the ground. He'll probably knock him out. I didn't think it happened in 23 seconds, but my God, what a knockout. Um, okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, Marcel, I don't know if you're going to agree with me this, but I'm going to talk about it, okay? Yeah. I love Jim Miller, okay? He's yeah, a legend. <laughs> he should be in the Hall of Fame, right? I agree. But here's the thing. Here, there's the only thing I'm going to say. <sighs> he does have the most finishes, I think, now in UFC history. But if you look closely, guys, at his record and at the people he's beaten, there's only a few notable names. That's the that's the truth. You know, again, he's fought a lot of tough guys, but mostly lost to them. Because if you look at through his record, the best one he has is obviously Dubronx back in 2010 mm -hmm. when Dubronx was a prospect, right? But other than that, Marcel, it's it's Joe Lozon, it's Donald Cerrone, Clay Guida, that those are his best wins. So 
he has a really good record with a lot of finishes, Marcel, but it's like, I don't know. You got like you have to look closely at who they fought because even look at um, like I don't know anyone else really in the division. Like I was looking at some of the other guys he's fought. Like they fought in better guys and beaten better guys. So don't get me wrong. I love Jim. I'm not trying to like knock him at all. It's not his fault that his opponent pulled out or not pulled out. Jared Gordon got pulled from the fight. We'll talk about that in a second. By the way, I'm just saying like I, I don't know. Like if you look at his record, you know when he retires, he's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. They're gonna be like, oh, he's got like 25 finishes. But like twenty of them came against guys that were not even ranked. That's you yes, know 20, that's twenty five wins, not twenty five finishes. I think twenty five wins. Sorry, and then yeah. how many finishes though? Twenty. Like a lot of them were maybe fifteen. I don't know. Yeah, I think he's second after Oliveira. I think I'm just saying, look look closer to his record, guys. I'm not trying to knock the guy. He's it's not his fault. He's this is who he gets matched up with. But like he's never you know been that top contender. The the, the closest he ever came was when he beat Benson or when he lost to Benson that Benson, streak he had. That was right? Someone, yeah. yeah. Anyways, don't get me wrong. He, he's a great fighter. As far as the bonus goes, it was a quick knockout. It was a brutal knockout. I'm not surprised. I do think Karina Silva should have got it instead, personally. But that, that's what I was going to say. Go ahead, Marcel. Talk about it. Yeah, I mean, good win by Miller. You know, uh, if either one of us is short notice, two, two days notice for Jesse Butler. He knocked him out, man, and violently, you know, yeah. viciously. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, this twenty-fifth uh, win in the UFC. He has now forty-two fights, I think, in the UFC. He wants to have forty-five, and he wants to have to fight at UFC three hundred. Yep. Um, yeah, I like it. You know, he wants to fight in three weight classes. Is what I read. I think um, he was open to fight in three weight classes. What feather really featherweight? Could he make? I it? don't know if it was it was lightweight, welterweight, and I don't know if it was feather or middle, but I think feather. Um, wow. But um, yeah. I think it was a good win, and um, I mean, I, and all respect to Jim Miller. I think almost everybody likes likes Jim Miller. You know, yeah. he is uh, like a, a super fat who does, still does well. Uh, had that, uh, I think, the Lyme disease right uh, during his career. Yeah, and uh, he's doing well, and I'm happy for him. You know, I always like Jim Miller. I like, I like the way he uh, he represents himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like a, a, a true mixed martial artist, in my opinion, and very, very. Uh, down to earth kind of guy, I think, and I'm happy he does. He still does well, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, let me just get some comments for this one. Um, <sighs> Hall of Fame. Hey, Jason. He says Hall of Fame. Not sure. Never stepped title catching. Like I said, he, the closest he ever got was when he had like seven wins in a row and they lost to Benson. He, I think he's going to the Hall of Fame though because he does have the most wins in UFC history. Like, how could he not? Really, you know, Marcel. So, like for me, he's going to go in. He's second. If I just checked, he's he has the most fights all time, forty two. He has the most wins at twenty five. And he has second most finishes. Excuse me, I misspoke earlier. 17 finishes. But again, the only finish he has over a guy who was ever ranked is Cerrone. And like, I don't know if Clay Guido was ever ranked. Benson. Like, All right, Benson, he lost. Yeah. Dude, that's that's literally the best. And, and Oliver. Sorry, and Oliver, obviously. Yeah. That's it. I mean, again, I like the guy. We all like him. But you got if you look closer to his resume, then I can see why people have a problem with him. But again, just based on the fact of the longevity, the, the amount of fights, he's going to go in the Hall of Fame, even though it's going to be controversial because other than Cow, I think Cowboy's like the first guy that was a champion, except if you count like Bonner. So Listen, man, if these motherfuckers are smart, they're going to put an extra ring and they do, for example, like uh, bonus kings or something. Sure, I don't know, whatever. Like, yeah, for sure. Like, or uh, or, or ult ultimate uh, records, for example, as I say, some, you know. Like Matt something. Brown. Yeah. He's got the most knockouts, yeah. Because I don't like look at Matt Brown as a Hall of Famer either, right? But he's he could get in. Anyways, a mm -hmm. couple more comments here, guys. Yes, it's the most wins, second most finishes. 
Miller stepping for Bobby Green when he, when he pulls out against Tony. I mean, Tony shouldn't be fighting. He's, he's just had a DUI. He shouldn't be fighting right now. I think it's Matt Brown, Derek Lewis. Yes, uh, Matt Brown's still going strong. Derek Lewis, I mean, he's lost, what, three straight fights? That's the thing with Derek. Like, he's in a crazy division, too, where he can get knocked out. So it's like, how much, how many more knockouts in a row is he going to suffer before the UFC is like, hey, like, you know, you're, we have to release you? Like, I don't think so because Derek might be the kind of guy, Marshall, that could lose five straight fights because he's so popular and obviously mm-hmm. he's exciting. But he's, I think he's lost three straight, right? If I'm not mistaken, by knockouts. So. Miller yeah. Gillespie, I like that. I like that fight actually. That's a really fun fight. I don't think they do it. I think Gregor would win, but it would be a good fight. Um, also, in my forty-five vet like Cover Barbosa going up to fight Miller. I think he said uh, he's mentioned Joe Lozon again. They fought twice, but it would be an interesting third fight. I think were they one and one or did Jim win both? Uh, Jim has two wins over Joe Lozon, but the second fight was very like uh, both were fight of the nights. By the way, so yeah, I, I wouldn't mind that trilogy fight. Uh, maybe you know Marcel. Well, I, I don't know if they could turn him around for Boston, but he wants three more fights. That would actually, the timing would work out well because they could do like him in the summer and then mm-hmm. him in the winter and then him for 300. That would be his 45th fight. Miller or Tony, who's the favorite? Uh, Tony probably would be, but I don't know if I'd pick him. But I, I think he probably would be favored on um, the betting odds. Uh, Jim Miller's great. Don't get me wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't know. I, 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 I wouldn't pick Tony. I'm just saying that he might be favored. All right, get back to the fights here, guys. Uh, Tim Elliott defeats Victor Altamirano. Um, yeah, just takedowns, 11 minutes of control, Marcel. I mean, it's what we figured he would do, right? Yeah, the, pretty much. You know, we both were on uh, Tim Elliott here, you know, because we have seen Victor Altamirano's fights before this one. Yeah. So, and, he, and he's not bad at all, but this was like bad pretty much bad matchup for him. You know, Tim Elliott does what he does. Yeah. Good win for him. Happy for Tim Elliott, you know, um, after what he's been going through. Good for him. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And I know he had, the, he had the thing about the not getting the tickets. Honestly, man, I don't have a ton of sympathy for that. I have a sympathy for his wife cheating on him with another fighter. That's disgusting. But for the tickets more so, like, that's something you should have talked to the UFC about before you oh, flew that, to him yeah. Right? Like, that's, that's on him, too. I know he's cutting weight. He's dealing with stress. I get it. But he should have double-checked. He shouldn't have assumed he was getting tickets. Um, those tickets are expensive. They only give them to the main event fight families, apparently. Um, again, if it's a UFC rule, they can't just bend the rules for everyone, you know? So it sucks. Don't get me wrong. It sucks, but that's just that's how it is. Uh, I, by the way, I forgot about talking about Jared Gordon in the last fight pulling out, um, getting pulled. Um, that's not on Gordon. Uh, I, he obviously was way too honest at the, at the media conference. Yeah. Like He just did his job. He answered the questions. Too honest, Marcel. But didn't we talk about this last week? Was and Even when the fight got announced, I was like, dude, he just got knocked out. Why is he fighting it so soon? We both talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is on the matchmakers. They knew he got knocked out. This is on his manager. He knew he got knocked out. It was Ali Abdulaziz, by the way. Um, it's not on Jared at all. It's not on Dana either. This isn't Dana's fault. You know, he can't blame Dana. He can't. He, Dana can't like, know everything that's going on. That's why he has matchmakers. That's true, but then Dana shouldn't make. Uh, I agree. He it was bullshit. He threw him under the bus. Yeah, it was. Exactly. He should have blamed his matchmaker. He should have. Yeah. He should have been like. That's Sean Shelley, Mick Maynard, and Ali Abdelaziz's fault. I think my guess is what happened is because it was a no contest and not technically a knockout, right? Maybe somehow he, he didn't get suspended. Didn't because, about it. Right? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Because otherwise, how do you not get like 60 days or whatever for a knockout? He got brutally knocked out. Honestly, Marcel, after watching what he did to Jesse Butler, Jim Miller might have knocked out Jared Gordon too, to be honest with you. So we might we both picked Gordon last week, right? Or did yeah. you pick Miller, didn't you? No, I can't remember. No, I picked Gordon. Yeah, maybe we dodged a bullet potentially. You know? yeah, who so knows? <laughs> he might have dodged a bullet. He might have got knocked out again. Anyways, um, a couple comments. Yeah, Tim looked good. No, for sure. Um, oh, look, yeah, UFC Atlantic say I did see something about that like a few days ago. So, 
Uh, wish Tony would fight. Uh, Sin Cara fired Miller and Greer would be fighting. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, you look at Tony's fights. Look at his last five fights. Even Nate Diaz. Like, yeah, he was favored there. But, like, Nate's a, Nate's a good fighter. You look at who Jim's fighting. Like, I think Tony beats those guys too. Like, Nicholas Mata. Like, Jesse Butler. Tony destroys Jesse Butler. You know what I mean? So, you have to look at who they're fighting too. Um, the matchmaking has been very, um, you know, beneficial to Jim. The matchmakers love Jim Miller. Again, you know, we had to keep in mind. Originally, who was his opponent again, Marcel? Was it? It wasn't Gordon. Who was it originally? Uh, Jim was, Miller against. Because oh, Gordon God. was the guy who stepped in, right? Yeah, From, stepped in indeed. Let me double check. Who, who oh, uh, Ludovic Klein. Yeah, that 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 was a harder fight, no doubt, right? Yeah. Like I think he was the fa- underdog in that fight, so. Yeah, he went from being an underdog and then he gets a, an easy fight. Anyways, again, he just has to fight who's put in front of him. You know, he's got to do what he got to do. But I just think, again, you know, you look at his last four wins. Eric Gonzalez, who sucks. He's a, no, sorry, I shouldn't say he sucks. I'm sorry. I don't want to be disrespectful to the fighters. I apologize for saying that. He had a bad run, though. He went 0-3, okay? He sucked in the UFC. I hope he bounces back. I know he got cut recently. I wasn't trying to be a jerk. These guys worked their asses off. I wouldn't want someone to tell me I sucked too after a bad night of bad picks or something. It happened. So I, I apologize. I misspoke there myself. He had a bad run in the UFC. Nicholas Mata, I don't he, – he's, he, he's what, one and one in the UFC or something? Mm-hmm. Um, Cerrone retired after the fight. Jesse Butler, who – I didn't know who Jesse Butler was three days ago or whatever it was. Even Alex, who covers Fury Fighting Championships, is like, I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's it's a nice run, but you got to look at who he's fighting. Um, all right, let's go to the next fight here. Um, Karina Silva defeats Ketlin Souza by uh, – it's called a – is it a Z-lock, Marcel? That's what it's called here? Um <laughs> That's what they're calling it. It looked like I thought it was an ankle lock. Anyways, whatever it was, it was brutal. It was nasty. How do you say the Z lock? That's what it says on UFC stats. And I did Google it and it looks like a jiu-jitsu move. Um, yeah, uh it was an amazing submission. She should have got a bonus, I think, easily. And Damian White said he he's like, Oh, we'll give her something small or whatever, but don't you think she should have got fifty thousand or so? Is that a serious question? Of course, man. You know, what was that thing with Dana White, uh, with the UFC not streaming Dana White's uh, yeah. uh, 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 post-fight presser anymore? Yeah, because I was looking for it, and then I, I watched it later that night, right? So he's not doing it now, guys. Maybe for the pay-per-view it's different, Marcel, but for the fight nights, they want to reward the people in Vegas. Like That's so stupid, man, because I mean, they want... They, not they, everyone for, go to Vegas, though. Yeah, but for clickbait, I mean, yeah. uh, uh, I, I think some guys or girls in the room are really known for clickbait, but hey, who am I? Um, but so stupid, you know, but uh, yeah, Karin Silva, definitely, I, I said it, man. I mean, I didn't mind uh, Miller and Naimov getting the performance bonuses, but I think Karin definitely deserved the performance yeah. bonus. This was a special uh, submission, yep. in my opinion, and uh, super clean as well. She looked super, super good again. Um yeah, I don't understand why she didn't got it, you know? Really weird to me. I agree. I think she should have got it. Um, Kaylin might be out for a bit, eh? Because that was pretty nasty. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I like Karina, Sil- Karina Silva. Two wins in the UFC by submission now. three. If you count the one on Contender, three. So, nasty submissions. Uh, I hope the UFC can turn her around pretty quick. Her and Natalia Silva, both very exciting. I, I-, I think UFC's got to put Natalia on the main card, though, next time, like they did for, for this fighter. Do you think Silva can get a top seven opponent? No. I mean, she's she's coming off a win over someone who's brand new to the UFC. And the other fighter she beat, Patella, is not in the UFC. Um, she could get like a the, someone in the bottom of the top 15. Let me take a look who's uh, there. Women's flyweight, right? Um, yeah, I mean, even Miranda Maverick, maybe. I mean, Miranda's fighting Jasmine, who's unranked. So there's some fighters. I don't know. She might have to fight one more person maybe before she gets a ranked fighter. But like Tracy Cortez, if she came back, would be a good fight. But 
No, Tracy actually shouldn't be even in the rankings anymore. She doesn't fight. Like, when was the last time she fought, Marcel? Hey, Chuck. Like, she's ranked against Melissa Gato. Right. Hey, Chuck. Her last fight was against Gato, May, May 2022. And her fight before was April 2021. She fights once a year. Um, she has no wins over ranked fighters. I don't really see why she should really. Oh, okay, she needed to be a Blanchard, but was an invicta, and it was controversial as hell, as you know, Marcel. Um, I don't really think she should be in the rankings anymore. You know, I think there's other fighters that are doing better that are more active. You know, that's my opinion. Anyways, uh, hopefully she gets better because I know she was dealing with some issues. Um, yes, they love putting Maverick against Blue Chair Prospects. Um, they could do her against Silva. It's, it's possible. All right, um, opening up the card. Uh, th this fight was pretty boring, eh? Um, we both picked uh, Zaleski de Santos, beats a blue car, split decision. Honestly, Marcel, again, you, you can't get too angry about this one, whoever the judges scored it for. I, th I thought Elizu won because he did more damage. He landed more strikes. But, you know, Bubakar with all that cage control pushing against the fence. Some judges favor that for some reason. He had six what? minutes of control. I thought I thought Dos Santos won, though. What did you think? What did you think about the bitch slap afterwards from Bubakar? I, I don't I don't know. What did you think? Super stupid, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, 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 the shot with Zaleski landed was like in the buzzer, in my opinion, you know? And, yeah. Uh, Super stupid. Um, I had two rounds for Zaleski. I think it was close. Could have been out of way around. Yeah. Wouldn't have matter. matter. No. It was a super close round. It was like a really, it was, I think it was before the fight. It was a pick him and it was still after the fight. Yeah. Him, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. No one knew. No one really knew. I mean, we both picked the Santos because I, you know, again, he looked outstanding in his last fight with Sandy. So I figured he keeps his standing. He's going to win. But again, you know, Bubakar with the wrestling, but he's just not Khabib, you know, and to be honest, Marcel, he's probably the worst from Magomedov, right? Like, he, he's the worst one, I think, right? Umar's way better, Khabib's way better, Saeed's way better, um, Usman's way better, like, this guy's the worst one, he's a fraud. Yeah, man, if, if his name was Pimblet, he was probably the, the best one, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean... He's two and two in the UFC <laughs> now, Marcel, he's not that good, honestly. No, I, I agree, man, I, I always said it to you, you know, yeah. I think... Uh, and not to uh, pat myself on the back, but that was one of the only only few people who picked Zawada in this fight against him. Yes, that was you a know? good pick. He was a big so, underdog, and that was in Russia too. So yeah. submitted him. Yeah, Bubukar's overrated. All right, go to the prelims here. Daniel Santos wins uh, clear decision. Um, there was a point deduction in the third round. It looks like uh, Munoz got kicked in the nuts. It was like pissing blood later. He posted a picture uh, of a bottle of blood. Nasty. Um, even with the point deduction, clearly Santos won this fight. I mean, it was a domination. Adam, yeah. I tell you. The first shot in the nuts should have been a point deduction, you know. It was pretty, the second, pretty hard. The second shot, not in my opinion, and I tell you why not. It slid up, that, right? Yeah, exactly. That was clearly not. It was the intention to kick him in the uh, in the in, inside of the leg, which yeah. happened. Yeah, and and you still get it, the five minutes even if that yeah. happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the first shot was more uh, a, a, a nasty low blow than the second one. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, he pissed blood, man. I, I thought he was like uh, drinking some soda, but uh, that was his piss. That was nasty. Her. I feel yeah. bad for the guy. I mean, hope he feels better, man. Yeah, of course, obviously. Yeah. Did you I saw mean, his tweet, what he said. I, I saw it. <laughs> if I get a thousand retweets, I show my nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> Santos uh, has looked good, though, lately. Eh? So he's uh, he's 2-1 now in the UFC. He's looked better. And, uh, Fun fight on him, man. He showed a uh, good, well-rounded game, good wrestling in this fight, too. We just did have a couple nice, uh, you know, submission attempts, but that that was it. We're gonna say honestly, all those guys from Charles Oliveira are fun fighters. He is Alan Nascimento is, and I also think still, uh, what's his name, Lacerda is a fun fighter, you know. But yeah, he, he's just kind of unlucky sometimes. But all those fighters from from uh, Charles, like the guys who blonde their hair, you, that's how you can <laughs> recognize them, uh, bleach their yeah. hair. I should say. <laughs> Yeah, what's the other, who's the other guy, Alan Nascimento? Alan Nascimento, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was actually right. supposed to fight the Tim Elliott on this card. That's right, he pulled out. He's a good fighter, too. Cool. Uh, if only Tim Elliott, Paul Daly was Dagestani, he's still in the UFC. That's funny. 
Whose stock dropped the most? Um, good question. We, ha- we we get through the card markets and ask it again if you don't mind. We're almost done, anyways. Uh, Charm Jones got cut. Yes, he did get cut. Uh, he had a couple good. Not- he knocked out Mario Batista, you know, but uh, looked bad lately. Yeah, Mendoza is good too, but he you know he fell off this card as well. That would have been a good fight. Yeah, and Santos he's... literally did kick Munoz off his feet with that first one. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and Mendoza is breaking the rules. He dyed his hair blue, so that's right. I, he would have been on this card too, too. So, yeah. anyways, um. Dontel Mays knocked to Arjarovsky. You know, Marcel, like, I, I was thinking maybe the chin's gone, you know, maybe, but it's just, it was hard to know. But now we know it's gone. It's gone, Marcel. Um, I'll be looking to obviously fade him against whoever in the next fight as well. I don't think Dontel Mays is good, but, you know, he had 13 year age gap, and that's something we probably should have been more uh, keen to. You know, I really thought about it. I just, he looked so bad in the last fight against Hamdi. I just couldn't pick him, but, you know, I guess the job done here. Any thoughts? Well, that was two fights. Listen, Sorry, it was the Sakai fight was so bad. That's what I meant to say. And the Handy fight was bad, but the Sakai fight, it was like I was like I'm never picking this dude again. Then he obviously wins, right? So yeah, the thing is, like, uh, it was a typical Arlovski fight until late yep. in the in the first round where I got tagged, and yep. after that, Mace uh, knocked him, TKO'd him yep. in the second round. Rocking back. It's like it's what I said to a friend of mine. It's like, and he said the same actually. Uh, I I said after the first round, yeah, if Arlovski can't win against Mace, he probably should stop, you know. And that was when he was still doing well, you know. And then he got dropped and he got finished. And I was like, oh, damn, dude, this is probably done with Arlovski. And Arlovski was talking to my colleague, Dennis, where he was telling him, like, I still want to make a title run. Yeah, I mean, yeah, not, not likely going to happen. But I feel bad for Arlovski, you know. He's, he's a legend, in my opinion, uh, former heavyweight champion. And, man, to see him lose. Listen, man, nothing against Dante Mays, but to see him lose against a guy against Dante Mays getting finished. Listen, man. A prime Arlovski would never lose to a Dantel Mace, you know what I mean? And so that that's kind of sucks. But uh, I mean, I never advocate for fighters to retire because I think they should make their own decision and we shouldn't talk about it. But man, I don't want to see Arlovski honestly back if he gets knocked out by Dantel Mace, to be really honest. But yeah, hey, who am I? Loss. I understand he's still fighting, he wants to provide for his family and all, but yeah. It was a tough loss. What's up, Sinistry? says, uh, much love, boys. I kind of parlay's last one at fell. I mean, it. That, that sucks it happens. Trust me. I mean, I think a lot of us have had parlays where the guy loses a split decision and you're like, damn it. Tough loss. But can't wait to see Andre inducted to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's definitely going in. For yeah, sure. he should be. Orlovsky should retire. He probably should. I mean, I think it could be Josh Friesian. There's some guys. Yeah, he's 44. He might t- maybe, maybe he could Braxton fight. Braxton Smith. Maybe he could fight UFC 300. Maybe that would be good. Braxton Smith? Braxton Smith. I think he beats him, I think. But if he doesn't get knocked out in the first 15 seconds, you know, we know what Brax Brax has got no cardio, he's got 10 seconds of cardio. Yeah, Yeah. um, John Castaneda defeats uh, Wien Gafarov. I I thought this fight was great. I don't know what you thought, Marcel. I love this fight. I thought Gafarov looked great on short notice. I think he, to be honest, even though Castaneda obviously won the fight, deserved to win. I actually think Gafarov overall did more in the fight. He landed way more strikes, he was more aggressive, but he ran out of gas at the end. He, and also that headbutt, right? The point deduction. I'm okay with that too, by the way, because he led in with it. He led in with it. That's a headbutt. Um, but the third round, he, he just ran out of gas and, and Castaneda just, you know, used the wrestling to grind it out. Um, solid performance by by Sexy Maxi Marcel. He lose the three and two in the UFC. But I thought Gaffrell looked good. I really did. His striking looked awesome. Super aggressive. To be honest, John just, he ate some big shots, man. His chin held up great in this fight. I was surprised because he got knocked out his last fight. His chin held up amazing. So, yeah, I thought both guys looked good. I, I honestly, this to me was uh, besides Pineda and Caceres was the best fight of the night. I agree. Yeah, man, uh, very fun fight to watch. Um, 
Yeah, but the sexy Maxi one. By the way, his sister, she can call me. <laughs> she looks really good. I'm just kidding, guys. You nasty fuck's not gonna look her up on Instagram. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> good fight. Uh, one of the better fights of the night, I think. And um, yeah, I, I mean, uh, I I would love to see Gafarov with a full training camp. You know, with another short notice fight. I think he might have done better as cardio would have held up a little bit better. I think, but. Um, yeah, good win for Castaneda, man. Uh, after that, uh, after that bad loss against uh, Daniel Santos last time out, you know where it looked good in the first round and then got stopped in the second. Uh, good bounce back fight from him, and um, yeah, for Muin Gafarov, I'm happy for him. He's got signed by the by the UFC. Look forward to see him next, man. Yeah, it was a fun fight, man. It was a really good one. All right, uh, a couple more fights here, guys. Um, yeah, Mohamed Naimov knocks out Jamie Malarkey. I don't know. Malar Malarkey was winning the first round. He obviously won the first round. He walked into the pocket with his hands down his waist. What the fuck was he thinking? Huge mistake. Gets knocked out. Pays for it. I like Malarkey, but look at this, Marcel. He's been knocked down in three of his last four fights. I think the chin is going here with him. And, yeah, Naimov, uh, big win on short notice, up a weight class. Huge upset. I, I didn't see this coming. Did you? No man, I was uh, I wanted to pick one of the two Tajiks, and I thought Gafurov had the best chance to win. Yeah, I picked Gafurov too. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, and uh, I, I was like, uh, I think Malaki uh, gonna use uh, his wrestling and keep distance and that kind of stuff, you know. And he did, man. He won the first round. He looked good until he forgot how to defend. He got hit and he got stopped. First, I was like, is this an early stoppage? Then I see Malarkey barely getting onto his feet. That's like, no, it's a good stoppage, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah good win for Naimov. A little bit of a not uh, post-fight interview where he was like, I can beat the champion right now. So I slow your roll, dude. I understand that you're really hyped up and that you're believing yourself, but slow your roll a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good win, man. I mean, what can you say about the guy? He took a fight on like, what, on, on four days' notice? Mm -hmm. Not so and he knocks him out. So, I mean, that's like almost a perfect debut. So, uh, congrats yeah. to uh, Naimov, man. Very nice. Yeah, look, again, I thought he lost the first round, but he actually did yeah. make some good work, too. Like, he was laying some big strikes, nice kicks and punches. Looks like, I mean, he's going to look like a good prospect, I think, fighting in uh, – he's a featherweight, right, I think, normally, Marcel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it'll be interesting to see how him as normal weight. All right. Uh, least Reed defeats Jinny Fry. I liked the least Reed a lot in this fight. I think you did, too. Um, close fight, but she landed more strikes. That's why she won, right? So – I, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, go ahead. I picked Reed or I picked Frey uh, before oh, the fight. Right. Yeah, we were. Uh, uh, you said you were. I really sure like Reed. Was this yeah. I felt really and good I, about her here. I did. And I was like, I'm against, I'm against that. I I'm think like, this is the first time picking her, and I feel really good about her. <laughs> I think the second the, time, second time. <laughs> I think first round was for Frey. I think third yeah. round was for Reed, and the second, second round, round was, was a lot closer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I honestly think could have gone both ways, but I'm I, not... you know, I'll be honest. I thought so too. I was watching with a friend, and I was like, "Fuck, I have no idea." Like, so I'm glad she won, but like, I wasn't sure. You know, mm -hmm. I do think Marcel, though, when you look at the scoring criteria, she deserved it because Fry was really just kind of laying and praying. She wasn't. I doing have no problem with her winning, Don't get me right? Wrong. No, no, fancy for submissions. The other girl landed more strikes. She got the win. Couple but then the fight we had a completely bad read on the second fight of the night. The Mon Blackshear looked amazing, right? I, yeah. He could have got a bonus too. They could have. I thought he looked great. I mean, I don't. I'm not saying like obviously he's behind. Uh, what's your name, Karine, right? But yeah. hopefully they gave him a little bit in the backstage because I thought he looked phenomenal. Um, and you're right, we had a bad read in this fight. We really did because I think I felt like this. I I felt like okay, we saw the certified Cody Stamen, who's a phenomenal wrestler, and he couldn't get him down. Right? I figured mm -hmm. this guy probably won't get him down. He took him down. Not only did he get him down, Marcel, 
got him down easily, controlled him easily. And the other guy is doing going for like low, like like low percentage submission attempts from his back. Horrible game plan by Lacerda. Uh, honestly, man, I don't think he's as good as I thought he was originally. I'd probably be looking to fade him a little bit. But yeah, Black should look good. Anything you want to say? Yeah, man, Black should look really good. And I got to give him credit, man. I actually kind of overlooked him. I mean, in his first fight in the UFC, he got that draw against Zalal. Yep. Second fight, he lost against Harry Basharat, but he looked competitive in that fight, you know? And um, he did really well against Black Shear or against uh, Lazarda, I think. And uh, I thought Lazarda would do much better, just like you as well. We both were pretty, pretty sure that Lazarda was going to win here. And um, yeah, he didn't, you know? And uh, Black Shear did very well. Uh, good for him. Happy for him. Third fight. You don't want to lose your third fight if you haven't lost or haven't won one. So yeah, good for him. He finally got this win. Yeah, couple of comments. Reed closed at plus four hundred. Interesting. I wasn't sure would win. I was hoping though. I was like, yes, when she won. I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah, that was a great knockout though for uh, Dimov. All right, uh, last fight here, Marcel. I mean, this fight wasn't great either. Uh, nice pick on Linz. You did pick him. I was like on the fence. Um, it was 29-28 for me. It came down to the third round. Linz did more. You know, he held him against the fence and took him down. He had eight minutes of control. They had, like, basically the same amount of strikes, and he had eight minutes of control. So I'm not surprised. He won. Basically pushed him against the fence just to get get this, the win. But uh, did we get to do? Go ahead. This was this would have been a typical fight for the UFC to put on the main card. This fight was so there. shady. It wasn't a bad. I'm happy it was, it was so the first bad. prelim. Yeah. It was bad. Eh? It was a bad fight. Yeah, it sucked. It was it, just not fun to watch, you know? It, and it you, you knew... You knew actually after two minutes this was going to be a decision. Dude, you knew going <laughs> before the fight started, you knew it would probably be boring. We both said yeah. it was going to be a decision. You with me? So, God, these guys don't do it. I mean, Philippe Lins had a nice knock against OSP. But Definitely. Do you get excited when you see a Philippe Lins fight on the card or even a Grisham fight? I don't get excited. Do you? Listen, with Lynch, you have sometimes like he can he can deliver a knockout or get, can get knockout. With Grisham, it's almost a decision nine out of ten times. <laughs> so you know? Do you think it's Kai Christian or do you think they kept one more? He's two and three. Maybe uh, one more? Maybe one more, yeah. But he's not exciting though, right? Like he has one okay, he does have one knockout win in the UFC it was three years ago as Gazi Murov. Anti Gurov. That guy, you know, had no cardio either. I don't know, man. Christian hasn't looked good and he's older too. I don't know. Both guys eh, wasn't my favorite fight. All right, I want to answer Marcus' question. Whose stock dropped the most? Um, well, I mean, I don't know if Jesse Butler had a stock before nah. the fight. Honestly, probably Arlovsky. Um, and I honestly, I honestly think nobody. Yeah, Mul- Malarkey probably. Malarkey, yeah, his Malarkey. chin is gone too. I, I, they're not gone, but it's not good. With with Orlovsky, I think his chin might be gone, Marcel. And also Abubakar too. I think I think he fought. I thought his fight sucked, and he his performance sucked. What do you the think? thing it's is flat. like the thing is like with Abubakar and with Arlovsky, people weren't already not very high on them anymore. Or, so the, the, what's the stock, you know? And with Malaki, I think Malaki was the, the biggest favorite on the card. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's yeah. not Gurum. The fight didn't happen with Gurum because I thought Gurum would have knocked... Gurum, you know what? Gurum would have knocked him out, right? I think for sure. Gurum would have won, yeah. <laughs> Easily. All right. Anyways, I think that's it for uh, this card. Um, I, I think maybe just a good time to wrap it up and we'll start the next podcast. Marcel, was there anything else you wanted to talk about from uh, UFC Vegas 74? Or are you good? I'm good, man. All right, guys. We're going to wrap up the podcast for the first one. We're going to end it here. Appreciate everyone joining in to recap UFC Vegas 74. Um, just going to get uh, UFC 289 preview ready. We'll start the new podcast in just a couple minutes. So bear with me for a moment, guys. But I uh, appreciate you guys joining in. And just be back. Uh, just wait a second. And uh, we'll be back in a minute with the UFC 289 preview. Peace.